Hello, and thank you for joining us for the Hatchbend Apostolic Church web broadcast. In our society today, some, and yes, sadly, maybe even most, question the value of preaching in their lives. But we still believe what Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 1. In essence, Paul preached that God has chosen the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. And so that's why we still place such a high value on the preached word of God in agreement to the scripture. And so now I'd like to thank you again for joining us for a message from the pulpit of Hatchbend Apostolic Church. Appreciate that, Sister Chelsea. Truly, the Lord wrote in the book of Revelations, we overcome him. Talking about the devil, by the blood of the Lamb and the words of our testimony. Amen. Aren't you thankful to have a testimony, Brother Mike, for what the goodness of God. We're going to start this morning in Mark 5 and 19 and 20. We're going to talk a little bit about a man called Legion. Brother Everett covered a house divided. Brother Riley talked to us last week about calming the storm. And this morning, for a few moments, I want to talk to you. Go home to your friends. Go home to your friends in Mark 5, 19 and 20. And the, the Legion had, had asked the Lord, Brother Kenny, after he'd healed him, uh, could he go with him and be a disciple? And this is Jesus' response. He said, Howbeit Jesus suffered him not, but saith unto him, Go home to thy friends and tell them how great things the Lord hath done for thee and hath compassion on thee. And the Bible said, and he departed and began to publish in Decapolis how great things Jesus had done for him, and all men did marvel. You can be seated. Can I tell you, church, it's vitally important that we tell people our testimony. Amen. As Sister Chelsea's already said, that there's a lot of hurt people out there, Brother Larry, that would just just needs a word amen they may not know about john three sixteen, or they may not have the plan of salvation brother bj down pat but they can relate to mine in your testimony about what great things god has done for us and i don't know about y'all but brother wayne i've talked to people and told them some of the things that the lord's allowed us to see and allowed to us experience and brother richard people just are marveled at that aren't you thankful that the word of god will make people marvel Sister Chelsea, because if it's impossible with man, can I tell you, Brother David, all things are possible with God. I mean, we serve a God that's unlimited. Brother Ben, there is nothing that our God can't do. Amen. And I don't know about y'all, but I'm so thankful, not because I hold the microphone this morning, but I'm thankful that it was a day to gather together, Brother Jerry, in the house of God with my brothers and my sisters to, to get some re- an encouraging word to get uplifted, Sister Brittany, because can I tell you, this is where we come to draw our strength. This is where we grow and we get stronger in the Lord because, Sister Boyd, it's treacherous out there in the world. Amen. And, and, uh, and you know, and I hate to say it, but I'll go ahead and say it. You know, Sister Joyce, people are messy. Amen. You know, we'd all like to have, you know, I've often told Honey, I said, you know, if Sister Betty, if the Lord would just send us all these hatchbin folks to Chiefland, and that'd be our church, that'd be wonderful. Amen. But it don't, Sister Man, it don't work that way. Amen. You know, the other day I felt compelled to go to a lady's house and got me and Honey to go mow her yard, Brother Larry. And when we got to her yard, I got around her water meter and water was just bubbling up. And I said, man, you got problems. They're serious. And by the grace of God, she had a shovel there. And, 
you know, Sister Sherry, we got the shovel and dug out a hole. We had to make trench so the water would move, Brother Chris. But my point is, while we was there doing all that, um, Sister Shirley, you know that I got my boots got wet, my pants got wet, my shovel got dirty, I got dirty. Amen. Everywhere I touched, it got dirty, Brother Junior. My point is, you know, we all want a bigger congregation or we all want to lead people to Jesus. But can I tell you, Brother Brian, it's messy sometimes, amen. When people come in, they're not cleaned up, prayed up, ready to go up, amen. They take a lot of time, Brother Allen, it takes a lot of your personal time, you know, to, to, to interact with them, to call them. Because, I mean, I don't know, Brother Everett, but, but you know, I, I told Honey some time ago, I said, I don't know how we raised two girls. My Lord, we, man, we seem like we busy all the time with nobody but me and her and a cat. Amen. And we seem like we always doing something, going somewhere. I, you know, Brother Dane, I don't know how, by the grace of God, but the thing is, when you're in a situation, you just do what you've got to do. And, and church, we praying for people to come into the church. We've got to be ready. Amen. Because you never know that when we might run up on a legion. Amen. And, 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 and we already know the story, and we're going to get to it in just a minute. But the town's answer to the legion was, Sister Eva was just to put him, in the, put him out in the graveyard somewhere, bind him up and medicate him up and get rid of him. But aren't you thankful? All you need is gospel. If you get the gospel on the inside of you, it'll take care of all your problems. Amen. In Matthew 5 and 16, Jesus said, Let your light shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. So we're supposed to let our light shine. No matter where we go, Sister Donna, we need to be a light for Jesus. Amen. Whether you're in the grocery store or at the gas station, amen, or at your work, wherever you might be, Sister Mary, can I tell you, there's hurting people everywhere. Amen. And Brother Jack, we've got a gospel to set people free. Aren't you glad of that? Amen. We're not, when we invite people to church, it's not to come to a, a dead church. Sister Jane, it's to come to a church that's alive. Amen. I'm, Sister Ava, I'm so thankful for a God that's alive. Amen. He said in Mark 16, 15 and 16, he said, go, into, go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. And he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, and he that believeth not shall be damned. Acts 1 and 8 said, ye shall be witness unto me both in Jerusalem and Judea and Samaria and unto the uttermost parts of the earth. Brother Donnie, we got a great call, a great commission in our life. Amen. And, and can I tell you, it ain't always easy the, the title of the, the, the lesson this morning is Go Home to Your Friends. We all know what happened, you know, when, when Jesus went home and the Bible said that he could only heal a few sick folk. Amen, Sister Lana. Hard to believe. God manifested in the flesh. Couldn't do very much, Sister Townsend, in his own hometown because people looked at him not as a Messiah, but looked at him as a carpenter's son. Amen. But can I tell you, that's where we're going to reach people is where we come from. Amen. Can I, can I tell you, you can't fool people that know where you come from, but can I flip that over, Sister Shannon, and tell you what a great testimony that is. Amen. When, when you used to be this way, but now, you know, I was... I, I wasn't going to mess with him, but I'm going to mess with him. I can't get Brother Larry's testimony out of my mind last month that he was talking about how then he won't mind me saying this, how he was incarcerated and they had moved him up to North Florida and they put him up there and he said he, said he, he wanted a honey bun. Amen? He said he wanted a honey bun, but he had to go across the yard, says Amy, to get the honey bun. He made it sound like to me, but I told you there might have been some danger from there to there. 
But he said, I went and got me a honey bun because I wanted a honey bun. Now, can I tell you, Brother Orlando, little Wayne hopes to never have that testimony. Hey, man, I hope I ain't ever in that place to have that testimony. But the reason that testimony of Davis affects people is because Brother Larry had to live through something to get that testimony. Can I tell you, if you and I had an opportunity to talk to Legion, he could tell you a thing or two about something. But can I tell you, Legion had to have at least 6,000 demons in him. He had to be set free. He had to be cut himself and broke fetters and chains. But he had to go through all that, Brother Brian, to have a testimony. A lot of times, when, and I know Brother Larry said this, a lot of times, Sister Boy, when we look at things that we're going through, we don't realize it's for the kingdom's sake. Because we just told you that you're going to be witnesses. You're going to be a witness. Yeah, how can you be a witness except we go through something? Ain't that right, Brother Junior? Amen. One of the greatest things about, in my heart, as far as that goes, Brother Wayne, about serving God is he was God manifested in the flesh. He went through the same things me and you go through. His people in the Bible, Brother Chris, they were just common Joes like you and I. Pastor, that means if God could use Abraham and Isaac and Moses, Moses killed a man. Brother Kenny, if, if God could use Moses, he could use somebody like me. Wouldn't you just really like to sit down and talk to this man called Legion? Really, what? Brother Kevin, what a testimony that this man... I mean, wouldn't you like to just for a little bit, Brother Everett, the Bible took a little bit further when he went back home and talked to people. We went back home, and you know, Sister Susan, everybody said, you know, when before Legion got put outside of town, they just said, you got to stay away from this guy. But he come back, the Bible said he was clothing in his right mind. He come, can I tell you, if you'll let Jesus walk into the middle of your mess, you'll leave from there, Sister Tanya, clothing in your right mind. Can I tell you, God will clothe your mind. God will clothe your body. God will take care of everything that you have need of. Amen. We all know about the fall, and I'm going to get back to Legion in just a minute, but I just want to, you know, ever since the fall in the garden, this is what the Lord said in Genesis 3 and 15. He said, I will put enmity between thee and the woman and between thy seed and her seed, and it shall bruise thy head and thou shalt bruise his heel. Can I tell you the enmity means intense hostility or an enemy. Brother Danny, he told us right quickly that the devil is our enemy. We understand that all good and perfect gifts come from the Father above. Amen. And we also understand, Brother Jerry, that the devil can't do anything to us that God don't allow him to come into our world. Aren't you thankful for that? Amen. I'm thankful that God's able to keep what we've committed to him against that day. I'm so thankful, Brother Ben. Jesus said in John 10 and 10, he said, the thief come but to steal, kill, and destroy, Brother Pope. 1 Peter 5 and 8 said, Your adversary the devil is a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour. Can I remind you that they say a roaring lion's voice can carry five miles. So, Jesus, that's pretty amazing if you think about it. You know, when you think about it, no wonder those little animals, man, when the lion just roars. They, the Bible, I mean, the, some research said, Brother Larry, that the, the lion can only run for very fast for a very short distance. and he's, But he gets more animals. Sister Susan, just by making a loud noise, can I tell you, the devil makes me and you give up so many times by just huffing and puffing and saying he's going to blow our house over, Brother Jack. But he can't touch this, amen. Can I tell you that nothing that he does, unless God allows it, can come to mind in your front door. That's why the Lord said that he goes about as 
We know who the true king of kings and the Lord. We know who the line is, amen, line of the tribe of Judah. And that's the Lord that we serve, amen. Can I also remind you in 2 Corinthians 10 and 3 and 5, the Bible said that through, for though we walk in the flesh, we don't war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Can I tell you, it ain't a physical fight here, Brother Chris, but can I tell you, it's a spiritual fight that the devil's ever warring in our, he's always going to back. Have you ever got a promise? Have you ever got a word from the Lord? And it wasn't long before the devil tried to steal that right out of your mind and right out of your heart. Sister Donna, have you ever went up front and got prayer and you felt really, really good? And time you got to the guard, the, your vehicle, you got home or got back to work, Brother Junior, the devil had walked in there and just stole that right away from you. Amen. Can I tell you, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds and casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity, he said, every thought to the obedience of Christ. Aren't you thankful that we got a God that's able to keep? He's able to keep what me and you've committed against that day. Amen. So, I, I just thought that, and, and we know that um, in the Bible that, that the Lord told Legion to go home, Pastor, and tell all the great things that the Lord had done for him. But Brother Kenny, can I tell you, there's a couple places in the Bible that Jesus told some people that he'd healed and not go tell anybody. Now that's really, you know, for somebody that graduated from Chiefland, that's, that's pretty heavy. Because, you know, he told us, Sister Betty, to be a witness. And then he tells these folks that he healed Sister Jane. He said, now, y'all don't go tell nobody. Now, you know, I, I hate to admit this holding the microphone, Brother BJ, but sometimes when I got good news, it's hard for me to just hush up. Amen. I just like to talk about it. Amen. Have you ever been around somebody that's just something bubbling inside of them, Sister Townsend, and they just can't wait to tell you? You try to talk, they just cut you off, try to tell you. Amen. I'll just keep moving on. But in Mark 7 and 31 and 36, Jesus heals, heals a, a, a deaf and dumb man. And he said, and again, departing from the coast of Tyre and Sidon, he came unto the Sea of Galilee through the midst of the coast of the Copolis. This is the same place in the, the Copolis. This means 10 cities. And can I tell you, Legion was from this area also. And verse 32 says, And they bring unto him one that was deaf and had impediment in his speech, and they beseeched him, talking about Jesus, to put his hands upon him. And verse 33 gets kind of sticky. And we're just going to pretend like we didn't have anything to do with COVID, and we don't know anything about COVID, Brother Richard. So just play along with me in verse 33, if you don't mind. And the Bible said, And he took him aside from the multitude and put his fingers in his ears. Brother John, that might just be a... You know what I'm saying? Now, I've seen, I've seen ministers do that, Brother Kenny. Just take their fingers and stick it in their ears to pray for them and they couldn't hear. And I've seen God work through that and God heal them. They're, healing, they're hearing. And then he, he went, Jesus went a little further. The Bible said he spit. Church, say amen. <laughs> this is really too easy, but I'm going to go ahead and go with it anyway. You know, most of us, if you come up here and, and you ask Brother Boyd, because Brother Boyd's a really great man, and, 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 and you know, because, I mean, who's going to be mean to Brother Boyd? I mean, he's like the best of the best, right? And, and, and you say, Brother Boyd, I, I got a hurting in my 
you got a headache, an earache, it just hurts so bad. Could 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 you pray for my ear and you think, man, he's gonna get the oil bottle and come down here and anoint my ears and Sister Jenna, he don't do that. You hear him go, <laughs> A good place to say amen, church. Because I don't know about y'all, but maybe your faith goes right out the door. Come on now. Come on, Brother Larry, help me out now. You're a minister, help me out. Brother Larry just said he'd walk out. God bless him for his honesty. But can I tell you, Brother Kevin, the man didn't walk out because he had a need. Amen. Because he, Brother David, what matters if you want something from God just means how big a need you got. Because if you got a big need, you don't mind being stupid. You don't matter. It don't matter, Sister Jessica, what God, what you read, what God tells you to do in his word or what you hear his minister say. You just don't care because you got a great need. Now, I'm kind of radical. I'll try a lot of things, but if Brother Boyd spits, I'm just thinking hard about this. I remember one time a friend of ours come to Chief and Sister Jane, and he was a, a tent minister, and, and um, man, he loved to pray with oil. Now, he just didn't dab you one little, he wasn't like Brill Cream, one little dab didn't do you, Brother Kenny. He, he poured that bottle out in his hand. And I had a brand new, I hate to say this with Pastor being here. I didn't think he was going to be here this morning. But anyway, I had a brand new gator jacket at that time. I was a worshiper of the Florida Gators. And and I had this pretty jacket on. And Brother Donnie, I went up there to get prayer. And he said, in Jesus' name, pop, right there. And there went, there was oil everywhere. I don't mind it messing up my hair. said, Shannon, that wasn't a big deal. I wasn't worried about that. But it run all over my pretty new jacket. I think the Lord was, never mind, I don't even get on that. But anyway, my brother Junior, my point was, the devil said, man, you ought to just leave right now. He done messed up your jacket. But can I tell you, brother Donnie, the jacket was the furthest thing from my mind because I needed something from God. Can I tell you, when you get desperate, church, there ain't nothing. I'm going to tell you, if you're desperate for God's touch, it don't matter who's sitting by you or what you need. If God's moving on you, you're going to get up and move. Hey, man, can I tell you, sometimes it's easy in our world to get comfortable in where we're at and in our situation. But can I tell you, sometimes, Brother Jack, you just got to get radical. And this man, when he heard Jesus spit, he didn't, he didn't budge. The Bible said that wasn't it. Then Jesus decided to put his hands in his mouth. So Amy, say amen for him. Help me out. Now, we love pastor, but pastor starts sticking his hands in my mouth. I don't know about that. But the Bible said, and he touched his tongue. In verse 34, said he's looking up to heaven, he sighed, and said unto Apathias, that is, be open. And the Bible said, and straightway, immediately, immediately his ears were open, and the string of his tongues was loose, and he spake plain. Brother Kenny, verse 36, and he charged them, talking about Jesus, that they should tell no man, but the more he charged them, so much the greater deal they published it. Can I tell you, Sister Betty, this man had something to tell. Can I tell you, it, I'm convinced that everywhere he went, he talked about this man called Jesus. Can I tell you, Sister Susan, when you read the, the stories about Jesus and his healing and his ministry, the Bible said that they were just flocked with people. There was multitudes. Why? Because people like this man here, Brother Jerry, went and told somebody about what Jesus had done for them. 
It didn't matter what he had to go through, Brother Larry, but when the Lord told him not to say anything, can I tell you, the Bible said that he published it a great deal more. When's the last time that, that, that you've told somebody about your testimony about what God's done for you? Can I tell you, when people come to you, do you put your arm around them and say, yeah, that's real bad? Or do you tell them, say, let me tell you about a man called Jesus. Because can I tell you, Brother Pope, we got two choices. We can either lean in with them and, and, and feel sorry for them, or we can about to talk about a man that can change their life. Because can I tell you, when nobody could handle this man called Legion, but can I tell you, when he met this man, the Bible said that he run to him and fell down and worshiped. Can I tell you, if you've got a need for God in your life, if you'll fall down at his feet, and if you'll worship him, if you'll make an opportunity to be a human altar at the feet of Jesus, Jesus can touch you and change your life. And Jesus heals two blind men. Can we talk about that real quick? In Matthew 27, 31, it says, When Jesus departed thence, two blind men followed him, crying and saying, Thy son of David, have mercy on us. And when he was come into the house, the blind man came to him, and Jesus said to him, Believe ye that I am able to do this? And they said unto him, Yea, Lord. But verse 29, Brother Chris, will hang them up. Then touched he their eyes, saying, According to your faith, be it unto you. Brother David, he just turned that thing around, and he said, According to your faith. Now, we all know that the Bible said that he gave every man the measure of faith. So, Brother Wayne, we've got all the faith that we need, and we know that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. But can I tell you real quickly, the Lord talked about great faith. There was two people in the Bible that the Lord said they had great faith. One was a centurion servant that he told the Lord his servant was sick, Sister Boyd. And he said, you know, he said, I'll come. And the, the, the centurion said, no, no, no. He said, if you'll just speak a word. Brother Everett, can I tell you that I think sometimes we take for granted the word of God because we have it so plentiful. But Brother Justin, can I tell you that there is power power, wonder-working power in the Word of God. That's what he says, Sister Shirley. He said, I, Jesus, I don't need you to come and spit or stick your finger in his mouth or any of that stuff. I just need a word. When's the last time you come to church needing a word? I mean, all you come for, Sister Amy, was just a word from God. You didn't care if you got a word from Sister Boyd or Brother Wayne or Brother Brian, but you needed a word from the Lord. That's what he said. Brother Kevin, he said, I just need a word. The Lord said, man, I've never seen so great a faith. Can I tell you, church, if we'll just step out on this thing called faith, Brother Toby, well, I wonder what the response of God might be about me and you. Amen. We also know the lady that was from Canaan, and she took her daughter to Jesus and said, my daughter is grievously vexed with the devil. And we all know the story, Pastor. And the Lord said, well, you, you know, one thing, Brother Brian, when she, when she got there, the disciples said, you just, you know, just get away from him. Because he just didn't have, the disciples didn't have the compassion that Jesus, aren't you thankful for the compassion of Jesus Amen. Aren't you thankful for a Savior that would die on an old road across from me and you? But it said that, that the Lord told her, said, it's not meat to take the children's bread and cast it to the dogs. Can I tell you, 
a lot of times, Brother Everett, do you reckon if, if we come up front for prayer and the pastor said, I just ain't got time to fool with you right now, call me back about Saturday next week. Most of us would probably get mad and move our membership. Right. Amen. Right. Or Brother Kevin, you couldn't make this gal mad. Why? Because she had a lady at the house, her daughter, that was grievously vexed with the devil. She didn't matter to her, Brother Larry, that the Lord said, hey, this, this is the children's bread. This ain't for y'all. This is for the Jews. This ain't for the Gentiles, the Samaritans. But she makes a, just a phenomenal statement. She said, truth, Lord. Lord, you're telling the truth. This ain't for me. Aren't you thankful when it wasn't for the Gentiles, God made a way through a man called Cornelius that opened up a door for people like me and you, old rank sinners, Sister Jessica, like me and you, Gentiles, dogs. She said, truth, Lord, can I tell you, if you'll open yourself up and say, God, speak to me, God will speak to you. Amen. If you're sincere with God, Brother Orlando, God will be sincere with you. She said, truth, Lord, yet the dogs eat of the crumbs which fall from the master's table. Aren't you thankful? I, I don't have to have the whole loaf. I just want something. I'm like the centurion. You ain't got to come to my house. Just speak a word. Give me a word, Lord. I don't need to see angels. I don't need to fleece you. I just need a word. Amen. Real quickly, I got to hurry, but I want to talk to you. But Jesus called one of his main guys. He, he, he told him, you had little faith. We all know the story about when Jesus come walking on the water and, 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 and they're all thinking it was just a spirit and they was all scared. And Peter said, Lord, if it be thou bid me come. And Jesus just said, come. You know, Brother Danny, if you think about that, you know, really some nights ago, by the grace of God, I preached on the simplicity of, of the Bible, the simplicity of Christ. But Brother Chris, it's not hard to turn your life over to God. He said... Peter said, man, I'd really like to come out there and join you, Jesus. Jesus just said, come. Aren't you thankful it's just that easy? Just come. You know, if you want to change in your life, if you want to be like Legion, you want your life turned around, you want to be clothing in your right mind, can I tell you, all you got to do is just come. How wonderful is that, Sister Betty? Just simple. You don't have to wait for a certain song. You don't have to wait for a certain message. Either the moon don't have to be just right or your anniversary don't have to be just right. You just need to come. He said, all you that labor are heavy laden. He said, come unto me and I'll give you rest. Aren't you thankful for the rest of God? Amen. And so the Bible said that, that, that Peter got his eyes off of Jesus and got them on the ways. Have you ever done that? That you had a promise from God and God's just... Don't seem, seem like God's on vacation, brother Larry, and it, it ain't getting to you, but you just get your eyes on the situation and off of the master, amen. And the Bible said that Peter began to sink, and the Bible said immediately, immediately, Jesus stretched forth his hand and grabbed him. And this is his response. He said, O thy of little faith, wherefore did thy doubtest? We're talking about going home and telling your friends. Church, can I tell you, we got great faith, and he said little faith in another place. He said, hatch on to his disciples in the boat that Brother Reddy talked about last Sunday. He said, how is it that you have no faith? But here's what I want to tell you, Brother Brian. I'm thankful for God. No matter where you fall in the faith schedule, God still loves me and you. And if we'll just come, and it would be like old legion. 
When he seen Jesus, it don't say anywhere that he had ever had a Bible study and he knew who Jesus was. But such a man that he knew when Jesus stepped off of that boat onto the shores of the Gadarenes, that there was somebody that could change his life forever. Can I tell you, church, advertisement works. If you don't believe so, next time you're on your Facebook, look at all those pop-ups that come up. I used to like to listen to gospel music on the Uber tube. But now they'll play one song and you get 52 commercials. I forget that mess. I ain't doing that. I'll just hum to myself, Brother Toby. I hate a commercial. Amen. But you can buy a magazine and look through that thing. They got more advertisements than they got articles in the magazine. Church, don't tell me advertisement don't work because it does, Brother Kenny. It said, and I know the statistics like me, it's old, but they said an advertiser spent $225 billion in the year of 2020. So, Brother Jack, people, corporations are spending money to reach me and you because it works. Can I tell you the reason the devil tries to intimidate me and you to, to not to witness to nobody or not to talk to nobody or to get involved with messy people? Because it works. Your testimony Sister Avis, works. That's why the Lord wrote in the book of Revelation that you overcome him, talking about the devil. Sister Chelsea, because of your testimony. Don't believe what the devil tells you because people's hurting. They may not, may not want to come to church with you right now. They may not want you to do a home study, Bible study with you. They may just want to talk for a little bit, Brother Chris, but can I tell him, tell you, if you'll tell them what God has done for you. Because we can go back and look through those four Gospels, Brother Junior, and you can see where somebody told somebody about Jesus. And when the multitudes just started pouring out then. Because if you've got a need, Brother Jeremy, there ain't nothing going to keep you from Jesus. So we're going to go back to Mark 5 and 1 and start where Legion is and I'll hurry into a close. Mark 5 and 1 through 6 says, And they came over unto the other side of the sea in the country of the Gadarenes. And when he was come out of the ship, immediately there met him out of the tombs a man with an unclean spirit who had his dwelling among the tombs, and no man could bind him, no, not with chains, because that he had been often bound with fetters and chains, and the chains had been plucked asunder by him and the fetters broken in pieces. Neither could any man tame him, and always, night and day, he was in the mountains, in the tombs, crying and cutting himself with stones. But when he saw Jesus afar off, he ran and worshipped him. See, Brother Larry, it didn't matter what legion, it didn't matter if he had 5,000 or 6,000 demons, it didn't matter that the town had bound him up with chains and fetters, it didn't matter that the town had pastor had just washed their hands of him and didn't want basically that's what they done brother kenny they put him out of town where they didn't have to see him and put up with him have you ever been by somebody that you felt like the lord was drawing you to him brother david because they was a little messy you just walked right on by amen i'm guilty of that i've had that sister lana i've had that but can i tell you when they come to jesus jesus made a difference in their life can I tell you, I would have liked to, to see Legion, Brother Allen, when he went home. Because this man went home with scars. He, he had stuff. That, can I tell you, I heard a message one time said, scars tell a story. I don't know about you, Brother Edward, but if you had surgery on your body somewhere and you can still see that scar, every time you see that, your mind probably goes back to that. 
I wonder when Legion went home if he thought about Brother Wayne when he looked at his wrist and around his ankles where they had bound him all up. What the town decided to do with him because they couldn't do anything with him. But aren't you thankful if you can just get him to Jesus? Jesus can take care of you from the top of your head to the soles of your feet. Brother Richard, aren't you thankful it don't matter where you come from but where you're going in Jesus? Amen. Can I tell you, Legion was all messed up. Until Jesus, Brother Allen, come on the scene. And Legion made himself available for Jesus to work through. Because can I tell you, when he went home, I got to believe that the people was in awe of what. Can I, just, can I just ask you this in closing? When you're around your friends, your family, and they know where you come from, because nobody knows you like your family, Sister Donna. Amen. Brother Allen and I was talking some Sundays ago, and he was talking about he's the only one out of his family that knows this wonderful gospel, this truth. Pastor said this some services ago, says, Don, about if we all look back down that road where we come from, we can all thank God's been exceedingly abundantly good to all of us. Amen. See, Brother Allen, you just took the opportunity when God presented himself for this wonderful truth. That's why we need to tell our testimony. That's why the Lord told Legion to go home and tell your friends. And the Bible said that all men did marvel. Can I get you to stand? Church, we got a story to tell. It's not about me, myself, and I. It's about Jesus and him crucified. Because can I tell you, we, we, you see what the, the people done with Legion. That's about the best we can do to change anybody. It's just mess them up. But if we'll turn them over to Jesus, are they going to be messy? Yeah, they're going to be messy. But you and I was messy. Amen. Because if we weren't messy, we wouldn't have a good testimony. Amen. If I hadn't seen my daddy on life support thinking he was going to die two times, Sister Betty, and seen God raise him up, I wouldn't be able to testify to that. My wife had an aneurysm, and God healed her of that. That was a scary time, and Brother David, she got a notice one night and, or one morning that she was fired from a job. A scary time, but can I tell you, Brother JT, God brought us through it all. And we got a testimony because God is God. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Join me as we pray. This message has been brought to you today by the media ministry of Hatchbend Apostolic Church. We pray that it's ministered to you in some way, and we'd like to take this opportunity to invite you to join us in service here at Hatchbend Apostolic. Our Sunday services begin at 10 a.m. and our Wednesday night service at 7.30 p.m. For any more information or to speak with our ministry staff, please feel free to call our church office at 386-935-2806. Or you can visit the contact link here on our website. Again, thank you for listening and we pray God's richest blessings on you and your family. <laughs>